This is Weon, and you're listening to Gravitas Podcast, making sense of the news. And we end our coverage from Ukraine with a story of hope, a story on why the show must go on, come what may. Tonight we're taking you to an opera house in central Kiev, the National Opera of Ukraine, built more than a century ago, witness to wars and conflicts and standing resolute in the face of another threat. A bomb fell on it during the Second World War while a performance was on. Now amid talk of a Third World War, the performances continue in all their glory. I went backstage to witness firsthand the kind of effort that they put in to transport the residents of Kiev from their world of doomsday predictions and headlines to the magic of music and ballet. This is the National Opera of Ukraine, the largest and third oldest opera house in the country. This majestic building has seen wars and crises. It has endured bombs during the Second World War. In 1943, a bomb fell on it during a performance. It did not explode. The building and those inside it survived. It also saw violence during the Ukrainian War for Independence and protests during the fall of the Soviet Union. Today, it is witness to another crisis. Fears of a Russian invasion are growing. Troops have amassed at the Belarus border they're waiting for Moscow's orders to strike. But for this opera house, the show must go on. The administrators give us a backstage tour and a quick history lesson to understand why this opera house is so special for Ukraine and how performances are brought to life under the specter of war. Our first stop is the dressing room lined with exquisite costumes and robes, tailored to build the identity of each character. Next to it is a rehearsal room. We meet Katharina Mikluka, all of 18, an award-winning ballerina, hoping to forget the predictions of war as she practices her moves. Back on stage, Vladislav Romashchenko has immersed himself in last-minute rehearsals. The music is tense, echoing the mood of the city. Seated nearby is an orchestra, training in rhythm and creating magic with their instruments. Our last stop is the green room, where makeup artists, with their cosmetic bags, transform the dancers into their characters. Back in the auditorium, the audience begins to arrive. Sculpted with four kilos of gold, this part of the opera used to be exclusively for aristocrats. Now it's open to all. The auditorium is not packed tonight, a sign of the testing times, you could say. But those who arrive are convinced that stopping the show would be letting fear win. 
As the curtains go up, the spectators break into applause. The performance begins with a visual depiction of the nine circles of hell. The most famous illustration from Dante's Inferno. The artists have captivated the audience. If war breaks out tomorrow, this performance could be their last. They're giving it their best. This opera is a metaphor for Ukraine, where people go about their lives as gracefully as these dancers, despite the threat of war. With the Vion team in Kiev, this is Palki Sharma Upadhyay.